Hi, and welcome to our podcast on conscious, creative leadership. The space where we get curious about leadership in the 21st century. I am Nadine Benjamin. And I'm Darren Abrahams. We see ourselves as conscious, creative leaders in an evolving world. And in 2021, we took some time to share our thoughts with you from a lockdown perspective. In this episode, Influence. Hello, Nadine. Hey, Darren. Episode six, all around influence. Very exciting to have got to this point. Really excited to have got to this point. And I suppose it's direct behaviour of our influence, I suppose, (laughs) that we've been able to self-lead ourselves to this point and walk our talk and stay on message and stay kind of inside this wonderful subject matter of being a conscious creative leader. Yes, you say walk your talk. I think that's a a very important part of what we're talking about in today's episode. The idea of leading yourself and walking your talk as a conscious creative leader. So I want to ask you straight off, what does walking your talk mean? Oh, wow, Darren. Um, I love when you say these questions to me because I think, oh, how well, I wonder how everybody else thinks about this question for them. But for me, it really, I, I have found that, um, you know, I'm coming from a place, my original beginnings, where I really did feel like a victim. So this kind of journey has been a really massive journey for me and a long, long, long walk. <laughs> yeah. So being this point, it really made me reflect on one of my biggest subject matters for me at the moment, which is around mentorship. Um, I love mentorship. It's a huge part of my leadership. And this aspect of role modeling, like knowing that if I don't show up in the way that I teach, if I don't show up in the way that I mentor, then how can I expect anybody else to come along with me or to follow um, the kind of tools that I've put in my own life to make it work and you know I think people are really only attracted to um, something that they or someone that they see doing what they would want for themselves and getting the results that they would wish for themselves as well I think yeah. you know, that's very proven in uh, role modeling um, and that thing of a point where leading from victim is a long journey and it does end up in self-mastery as in leading the self and um and so to be able to stand by my values and my beliefs and being flexible enough to know that sometimes those beliefs will change because I've learned something new Mm -hmm. and then re-implementing the new information that comes in and then sharing that new information being able to say that why that something doesn't work for me anymore or why this new thing does work for me or what's been so a tradition in me that has followed through all my pathway one of them being determination yes <laughs> and that has really been a bedrock of my actual self-leadership as well so this element of walking my talk and um, really living all the principles that I teach and study and um, I would say totally obsessed about um, has become a new way of really sharing with the world and honouring others with a space to show up for themselves 
in a way that they may not have known possible or may not have known the steps to get to. Yes. I thought what I'm hearing you say and what I feel very strongly about this is that it's about authenticity. Um, and people can feel when you're not being authentic. Like if you're if you're sharing ideas that you don't fully espouse, you that don't fully resonate with you, people feel it. It's mm. that that level of frequency that you're sending out into the world. And we've talked about it in several of the other episodes mm. about what we're sending out into the world. And I think that we can send out different kinds of influence. We can send out, uh, we can influence people to be the best of themselves. And we can also influence people very easily to be the worst of themselves. In some ways, it comes from a similar place. Because if you think about wildly influential people at the moment, people who have a platform, people who who have uh, a narrative that they're able to share in a in a very direct and easy way to pick up, it has an effect and it pulls people along. So you have a responsibility as a leader to be able to to send out a frequency and send out a message that is going to be life-affirming and is going to support people to be the best of themselves and step into their own leadership, not to be victims, as you said at the beginning, uh, to to have self-mastery, to be self-directed. It's hugely important. Yeah, you run a lots of communities like that, Darren. Could you talk to talk about some of these communities that you have kind of built along your pathway that have a direct impact in this way? Well, I've talked about Human Hive before uh, in some of these episodes, but that we we're, we're really built on that platform of self mastery. That we call it self direction in our talk, mm-hmm. uh, and we we recognize that education is the place where you need to to start to build that you need to support young people from a really early age to step into their own self mastery to recognize um how they can be self directed and change the world around them um how they know so they can recognize how they feel about things how they can recognize that they can take action in different ways that they can recognize their behaviors it's cute that's that's really important and then from that how everyone has the power to influence other people around them until we know that we can influence other people around us we can just move on blindly i was actually having a conversation with a client the other day around this and um that person was saying that they didn't recognize that they had an effect on other people until quite late in life um which which is fascinating really that, that you can go through life only focusing on self and only focusing on kind of where you know what's happening for you without recognizing that whatever you're doing is having a knock-on effect on those around you absolutely I think you know you're talking about young people everybody can really bases its time around people between the ages of kind of 30 35 to 65 because that they're the kind of forgotten age group and I sometimes feel that there are people that will bypass that young stage and will only start learning some of these skills in that moment which is those are the ones I call the forgotten age group because I think that they need just as much support and which why my life is dedicated to that because I was one of those people you know, that it didn't come to fruition till later on. And then you do realise how influential you are to others. And because of that, you realise how much you have to start straightening yourself up. Yes. 
of straightening yourself up is the right word, but to 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 become more responsible and to respond differently to life rather than being this consistency of reaction. Because yes. like I said, that influence, you can always, while you're being reactive, can cause a whole load of chaos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, you know, when we're in response, you know, as you said, it's self-directed. It's in a, it's in the state of self-mastery, which then really supports people around us and, you know, and influences um, the many, you know, thoughts and behaviors that we really believe in and that others see in us that they wish to follow as well yeah so it's hugely important it is and it's fascinating actually when you think that influencer in the last 10 years or so has become a kind of job mm. um you know there are people who who are who set themselves up as influencers so they it's generally because they have a social media platform and they're they're talking about their lives or talking about concepts of their lives or different things but I I don't think you and I are talking about this from the perspective of being an influencer in the way that people think in the way that people think about it today is that that kind of job Mm. and obviously this is not everyone but I think there is a lot of curation that goes on in the influencer sphere sphere, which means that it isn't necessarily authentic Um, it's not necessarily about walking your talk it's about showing an image that you want to project and that's very different from being that in every in everyday life like being really authentically being the person that you aspire to be I love the difference yeah that it's the difference between doing and being isn't it so you can keep doing 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 showing 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 but actually the being and it it becomes extrinsic you know yes the being being really does start with the intrinsic and then flowers to the extrinsic which makes it amazing and you know it, it comes up with another point that we I know that you and I love to talk about which is respecting your value yes because that's the value for yourself but also the value for others and the value that you hold others in as well that you know you know I always think about I don't know why this has just come up in my head so I'm just going to share it that you know that you get a lot of sponsorship for different things and donors for different things and you know um and I remember being in the operatic world and um and speaking to a donor who puts a lot of money into an opera company and she came up to me and she said you know I still donate because I really really love opera but I really wish they would stop treating me as if I was stupid so they were giving their value because they knew their value but they weren't getting any they were getting a value in return otherwise they were a part of this but the in, they were getting the extrinsic value, but they weren't getting the intrinsic value. They weren't being filled up from the inside out. And I think, it, you know, as an influencer, that's hugely important that we really honour that. Yeah. So supporting people to, to feel their own intrinsic value. Yeah. We're saying, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's key to everything. If you don't value yourself, you won't be able to really make the mark that you want to make on the world. It's very difficult to, to ask for what you want and ask for what you need 
Uh, I mean, it, it cascades back to everything that we've talked about. If you don't know your own value, it's hard to be clear. Yes. Uh, it's hard to generate energy. Uh, it's hard to have courage. Um, it's it's hard to be productive. Yes. No, it, it, it goes all the way through. And that's why you and I are so invested in our own personal development. I think it's that every time you come across a a resistance to something you know there's a way that there's something that comes up in the body that says oh I don't want to do this um we have to we have to look inwards to see why that is what's going on uh because if we don't recognize if you can't feel that resistance then you just continue doing what you've been doing before exactly which is this is the definition of insanity we both know that yes um but yeah this is quite a a deep subject influence it really is isn't it and what it's 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 so funny to to see it as a deep subject because I do hear a lot of the time that um influence is normally juxtaposed with manipulation yes yeah so people think oh well I can't well I'm not gonna say I'm because then that means I'm manipulating people or I have to do it that way but you know actually no you don't you know you can notice when that's happening or when somebody's showing up in that way in front of you, but actually you don't have to be, your level of influence does not have to be led that way. I think we have, as we have been talking about Darren, we are part of a new paradigm that no longer wishes to walk at that frequency. Yeah. And it's the difference between how you wield power. Mm. So I think we're coming out of a paradigm where power has been wielded over people and we're stepping into a space where you can only really wield power with other people. Yes. It's that philosophy that we have in the human hive of with, not for, like actually standing with people and developing things with people. Um, but I recognize it as well from my own past in like, um, you know, in my twenties, being angry about politics, for example, and recognizing that at that time, my politics was quite different from my family's politics. Mm. and getting into that place where I was just shouty mm. you know I would I would have these conversations no I wouldn't even say conversations with family members and just try and impose my opinion onto them by by making them wrong uh by being very being by being aggressive with the way I remember having like a screaming screaming match with my grandfather um, <laughs> about about politics um like literally screaming at him and like having like getting out of the car and like storming off and what I what I learned from that is that it just pushes people even further apart there was absolutely no way that I was I wasn't influencing people to see my point of view what I was doing at that point was influencing people to become more entrenched in their own point of view so I had to take a really long hard look at myself around that and uh and that's when I really understood I mean, maybe not in that moment exactly, but through that journey. Yeah, I said that the only way to influence people is to walk my talk, is to, is to live the values myself. And as I live those values, then other people can see the, you know, how it works, what, what happens as a consequence of living those values. And then they start to walk towards you because they might have questions they want to ask, or they might they might start to be opening up to the idea of, oh, that, that actually, that, that works. Like, I'd like to have a go at that. 
but you can never do it from the place that I did before about I'm going to make you change. I'm going to make you see the way that I see things. Because what is that? I mean, extrapolate that out. That's fascism, isn't it? That's like telling somebody what to do and what to think. Um, and it doesn't work. Eventually you get rebellion. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. That. oh gosh, that, that leaves loads of food for four. I mean, we can, yeah, I don't think we need to go any further, Darren, actually. <laughs> That's a good you know, lovely, juicy chunk of, you know, something to ruminate on, um, I would say, and to just come up with the weekly question of what we would love our listeners to kind of think about for this week. Okay. Are you walking your talk? That is our question for this episode. Are you walking your talk? We would love to hear back from you about how you found that question and what you've noticed along that path. And yeah, we'll tune back in in the next episode, episode seven, and look forward to seeing you then. So for this time, it's bye from Nadine. And it's bye from Darren. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on this journey of conscious, creative leadership. If you'd like to know more, please check out the show notes for links and send us a message. See you next time.